welcome to Karen's Corner. This is Karen, aka Hippie Mama, and I have a special guest today, um, a young man that we were having a discussion and we just started really talking and it really was like, you know what, I think if you are willing, I'd love to have you uh, speak today with us on my podcast about being a Christian man and trying to do the right thing for your family. So his name is Lewis, and Lewis, can you hear me? Yeah, yes, I can. How are you doing? I'm doing well, thank you, and thank you so much for agreeing to uh, to just share your perspective and to talk to talk to us a little bit today about that. Um, you know, one of the things that is can sometimes be hard for people is to understand, you know, how to how to continue and, and to just maneuver through this world um, as a Christian person with all the things that we are facing, with all of the, you know, the, 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 the things that we see that just cause us to, to get upset or to feel afraid or to get angry. And so as a man that serves Christ, you know, I'd like for you to just talk to us and just give us some insight. And obviously, you know, I'll, I'll ask questions and jump in, but please just, um, you know, share your thoughts with us this morning, if you will. Okay. Well, thank you. Um, I just want to thank you for the opportunity to allow me to come on your, your show and speak and, uh, just kind of give you a little bit of background about myself. So, uh, grew up in a small town, uh, grew up, you know, with my family, my father was in my life. And my mother as well. Uh, they later divorced. It's probably maybe 20, 30 years of marriage. And uh, during that time, of course, that kind of helped shape my identity. You know, as far as you know, being a man and um, you know, how I live life. Uh, what I didn't understand, though, as I got older, was uh, what it was to be a Christian man. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I learned. Like I said, my mannerisms for my father. My father, when he grew up, he didn't grow up showing a lot of love or emotions towards uh, family. Mm-hmm. I never really see him tell my mom that he loved her or, or you know, or hold her hand out in public or give her. You know, I can't even remember him ever even bringing her flowers okay. <laughs> when I think about it now. Wow. And that's kind of how I developed what I thought man should be, you know, right. uh, my model. And so as I grew up and I had relationships and whatnot, uh, I was very unemotional, very detached, but I thought that by me doing certain things, that okay, well that's how the person should know that I love them. Because, hey, I'm providing, hey, I'm, you know, I'm helping you get a car, hey, I'm getting the right. car, the oil change, I'm doing these things, right. because you should know based off of that. So, uh-huh. Uh-huh. Uh, it wasn't until I uh, ended this really long, term relationship that I was in, mm-hmm. well, it ended, I didn't end it, it ended. Okay. <laughs> uh, that really kind of made me go back and look at my life and look at what I was doing and what my definition of a man was, what my definition of a relationship was, mm-hmm. you know, and I was talking to the Lord, talking to the Holy Spirit, like, Lord, just help me, guide me, show me, you know my heart, I, I don't want to be out in the world doing stuff, I don't want to be, you know, the person that I used to be years ago, I'm older now, right. uh, I want to have mature, I want to have the right relationship, I want to have something that's according to your will. Mm-hmm. And so the Lord really started working with me and he started uh, taking me into the Bible, showing me, you know, what it is to be a man. Okay. You know, he started showing me 
you know, how, uh, you know, being the head of the household, you know, what I'm supposed to be doing, how am I supposed to care for my, mm-hmm. my wife, and, and these are things that, you know, I've read the Bible before, but I've never really read those things before, okay. you know, I grew up in the church, but never really heard those things before, and it, it shocked me, it convicted me, uh-huh. and it made me realize that I need to change way in which I was, I was living my life, the way I was interacting with um, people, and the way I was having relationships um, with, with folks, and, uh, and I'm going to tell you something, okay. it's, it's totally different, you know, um, that one of the things the Bible talks about is being slow to anger, you know, being slow to speak, slow to anger, but quick to listen, uh-huh. you know, super important when you're in a relationship with someone, you know, because people are going to, your spouse is going to say something that you might not like, but don't, right. can't let your emotion get you so riled up that you immediately off the handle and you, you don't have to hear. Slow to anger. So can I ask yeah. you a question with sure. with um with you saying you made a statement about the Bible says how the man is the head of the household. Do you feel that a lot of times uh people kind of misconstrue that that whole that that just that passage in itself and feel like well you're not controlling me, you're not going to be over me. I mean is is that do you think that that's why a lot of um I don't know if, if relationships are struggle or come to that because everybody's trying to be the lead or take the, and, and how can you help uh, help people to see that you know it's not in a in a chauvinistic way because I don't think that that's how the Bible meant it so can you talk a little bit about that yeah absolutely absolutely so 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 here's what you, you have to understand we take that passage people will take that one passage and just kind of run with it right um the man came to Jesus and he asked him he said what was the uh, the greatest, uh, the greatest verse. I'm paraphrasing here, so okay. you have to go back and read scripture. And I'm sorry, I, I, I should prepare better. I wish I had more time. I could like look down the passages. So matter of fact, what I do is I the call. I'll send you the passages. Great. I'm speaking of so that way, your listeners can go back and they can look at it and put it Perfect. Well, okay. it's important. Whenever you talk about the Bible, they actually have the Bible there because people can misinterpret the yes. Bible. They do it all the time. Whether yes. it's intentionally or unintentionally, it happens. It right? does. Always have you talk about the word. But, so this man, he's talking to Jesus and asking him, what's the greatest, um, basically the, the greatest uh, commandment. And he said, well, the greatest is the love of the Lord that God with all your heart, soul, and strength. Right. And the second is liking to the first. It's love your neighbor like you love yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, all the prophets, all the laws, hung on those two commandments. So think about that for a second. Okay. To love the Lord that God with all your heart, soul, and strength. So everything you have, love Him, right? Right. And then the second one is to love your neighbor like you love yourself. Who is your neighbor? Well, your neighbor is anybody that's not you, right? Ah, okay. So, <laughs> so your neighbor is your wife. So if I love my wife like I love myself, right. I'm not gonna lie on her. I'm not right. gonna lie to her. I'm not gonna commit adultery on her because I don't want nobody to commit adultery on me. Right, right. I'm not gonna abuse her because I don't want nobody to abuse me. Exactly. I'm not going to sit that. there and bully her because I, won't, I definitely won't want nobody to bully me. Right, so, right. Okay. And the Bible tells us that we're supposed to love our wife like Christ loved the church. Mm. So we, we got to sacrifice ourselves. We're ready to sacrifice and lay down our life for our wife. Wow. I love her like we love the church. You know what I'm that's saying? That's right. That's right. Okay. And the man is the head of the house, but God is the head of the man. Right. You know what I'm saying? So if I'm following if I'm following Christ, if I call myself the head of the house, then I need to be making sure that I'm in step with the word of God and that I'm following with God. I you, love you know? that. Yes. And I have that love in my heart for my wife. Like I said, be willing to lay down my life for her. Right. Be willing to treat her the same way I want to be treated. Give her the same respect that I want to have. You know, I'm not, 
gonna come home and make her wash out the dishes and right. fix the meal. She worked just as hard as I did. Right, you know, I right. Do this, why would I make her do that? Exactly. And also, too, you gotta remember that all good gifts come from God, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And your wife is a gift. God. All right. So how would you disrespect God by treating his gift horrible? Wow. You know <laughs> I love it. You know? I love that. Yes. <laughs> you don't. You don't. Yes. And I do think if, if couples or people who are thinking about, you know, being in relationships, if they thought and, and think about things that in that way, I think that we would have a lot more uh relationships that last you know when you look right. at these people that have been together some people 30 years 50 years obviously they had to overcome a lot of stuff and and they probably not every day was a great day for them but they made it and they stuck they stayed together they worked together but i think that that is having a faith based relationship because i just right. i don't know how something could last that long without having christ in the midst of it right oh, absolutely absolutely I, I don't know either uh i you know i i don't know how anybody can do because you know it takes a lot it takes a lot of, it takes a lot of praying praying yes it takes a lot of uh, a lot of dedication and a lot of willingness to, to want to work on it you know right. i was telling someone the other day you know i, I love my I love my significant my spouse. Uh-huh. Um, she's not my wife yet, but she's not anymore, right? Right. Yeah, I say right now. Okay. <laughs> I still tell her I speak in terms of my wife because um, yeah. um, I, that's who she is to me. That's yeah, who I committed to God just for right now with the coronavirus stuff. We haven't been in front of it just for the peace. Exactly. But I God, that that's the person I want to be for the rest of my life. Um, but yeah, it takes, it takes a lot of prayer. And, uh, you know, both parties have to want to act just to be in the relationship, mm-hmm. you know? And, uh, and, it, and like it takes a lot of patience, you know. There's another person, and that's, it talks about, you know, the definition of love. It talks about how, you know, love is slow to anger. Mm-hmm. You know, love is kind. It's not boastful. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's not, you know, basically speaking of itself. You know what I'm saying? Right. And he's a principle. He's a biblical principle. I don't remember the whole voice right off hand. Once again, I apologize. I don't have it in front of me, but I'll give it to you so you go back and read it for yourself. But once again, these are biblical principles that you can stand on. Relationship that helps the relationship to do it because you said, like you said, they're gonna be bad days. They're gonna be days where you don't feel like um, maybe yeah. the other person hears you, or understands exactly. you. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. But you have to have that love and patience in your heart. You know, be patient. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. because a lot of times people expect people to act like how they would act, but you gotta remember that person is not you. Yeah. That's right. That's true. And you have to be patient and accept them for who they are, their mm-hmm. faults, their limitations. And when they make a mistake, be forgiven of that mistake. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And to and to work to, to maintain a relationship. You know, every day I look at it like um I look at my relationship like every day like I'm going to a job. You know? Oh, okay. And I'm trying to be employee of the uh, employee of the month. You know? <laughs> okay. so I do my best in my relationship every day, you know? That's... And if it, yeah. But once again, I'm led by Christ because it's also easy for somebody to make someone a, a god. You know what I mean? When you almost, when you're emotionally, spiritually dependent right. on that person being in your life, and yeah. you can't do that either. You know? Now you actually you set a mouthful right there because that is a huge thing that happens uh, in relationships. People are looking for other people to make them happy, and you cannot 
expect somebody else to make you happy. Your happiness has to come from within yourself. That person can be in your life to add to your joy. But when we start looking at people to be the source that is, look, you are going to do all of this for me because I am not in a good... No, I, I think that's what you... We, we lean on each other for support as humans because we have to. Because there, I don't think that there's anybody in this world that can make it through this entire world without having the support of some other person. I don't, I don't believe that, right? I believe that God definitely puts people in our lives for a purpose. And even if they're in our lives for only a few a few moments or a few years or what have you and then they move on and they go on and they're in somebody else's life however that is however aspect that is that person that came into your life was there for a reason and and you know uh, it's just so important that we don't try to make somebody make us happy because you are going to it's like sabotaging the relationship but as a christian person man um do you ever find that it's it's just difficult sometimes, even for your own self, not not the support that you give to your family or to your your spouse, but just for your your own self sometimes to just to just hold on? Do you ever feel like do you ever feel that you've been abandoned? Do you ever feel that, you know, oh woe is me and why is this happening to me when things happen? You know what, uh Cass, that's a great question. And and I gotta honestly uh, I can honestly say that, you know, I try to stand on the word of God, right? Mm-hmm. And, and, and on my faith. So when you say abandon, I don't know, are you talking about just in the sense that this was happening in the world or since my spouse? Or um, when I say abandon, so like sometimes, you know, maybe our finances are not the way we want it. Maybe our, um, our physical man is not the way we want it. Whatever that is, whatever you feel like, you know, you've been crying out or asking God for and you haven't received it. Do you ever feel like he's just not listening? Like he's just, he's not there. He doesn't care. Oh man. Great question. Great question. Great question. Yeah, absolutely. Great question. Oh man. Yeah. And it's, and it's crazy because something like that had happened to me recently. Something had came out. It was a big guy. I could be you know, facing a tough situation. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, Lord, you know, where are you? You know, that, you know, that, that I know you, you know, you fight for your children, and I was really, you know, um, just, just questioning them, you know, and, um, but then it, the Holy Spirit, you know, God's not forgotten, you know, mm-hmm. and that uh, all things works for the good of those who love the Lord. That's the Bible. That's okay. His Word. And it's also in His Word that, um, that God is not a man that He should lie, nor the Son of Man that He should repent. Mm-hmm. You know? So if all things works for the good of those who love the Lord, God knows my heart, I love him. And if you're not a man that he should lie, there's some man that he should repent. And that means that what he says is true. Right, right. right. So that means that no matter what I'm going through or what's happening, that it's working towards the good for me. Right. So, mm-hmm. so what I have to do is I have to be patient because what happens a lot of times is that you know, things that happen behind the scenes that we know nothing about. Yes, right? yes. Yeah, we're walking and we're seeing, we're seeing what we see, but we don't see what's going on. Job was all the men with the spirit of Job. But Job was a man that was going through these trials, these things, these tribulations that were happening to him in his life. Uh-huh. And he didn't know. 
about the backstory that was happening. He didn't know about how Satan came to God and told him that, you know, only my job is a good servant of yours because you've been blessing them and stop blessing them that he would curse you to your faith. Like, uh-huh. Job had no idea what that conversation was going on. Right, you know right. And so a lot of times that's what happened in our lives. We have no idea what's happening. Right. You know what I'm saying? But we have to trust God. Job did the this one of the best testimonies, one of the best statements that I've ever heard, and I use it to the day. They said that yet though you sleep, still will I trust them. Still will I trust them. Yes. yes. Right. So even though all this stuff's going on, it's like she said, I'm still gonna trust them. My kids died. Uh, all my wealth got taken away. I'm yes. sword. Everything was miserable. My wife telling me to curse and die. I'm still gonna trust you. My friends uh, telling me uh, I must something I done wrong. Right. Right. And that's how you gotta be because you don't know what's going on. You just gotta trust the Bible says trust the Lord and 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 uh, and lean not on your own understanding. Yes, yes. Sometimes you're not gonna understand why you Right, right. But but you gotta trust him. You gotta trust him. You gotta have his faith. Because you don't know what's going on. You know, with Daniel it was praying for the answer for the dream that Nebuchadnezzar had, right? Uh-huh, uh-huh. And he had a way of how many days before the angel came to him, gave him the answer to the dream. And the angel told him, he said, as soon as you set your heart to God to know wow. what the answer was, Jeez. he sent me. Yes, 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 right? <laughs> he said, but I got caught up wrestling with the Yes, yes. So Michael had to come and help me. Yes. So I get to you. Because you see, that's it. There are things in the spiritual world that we right. are not privileged to see. And right. we cannot see the fighting, the battles that go on. Right. And as our prayers are going up to God, because they are, because he said he knows everything. He knows us inside and out, right? He right. knows what we need. But those prayers are going up. Angels right. are fighting between right. these evil, these evil, the demonic things, and and they right. they're still getting to God though. But see, yes, I love that. Right. I love that story. I completely forgot about that story until you mentioned right. it. But that's true. That's why Paul said, "Put on the whole armor of God." The whole armor, because yes. Not with flesh and blood. That's you right. Know, with these things that you feel like, you know, think about it, the stuff that you face in life is mental. You know, you it's mental. Yes. About this and about that. It's not. It's not. It's not. And that's and, and I love that you said that because you we see what we see is 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 a person in front of us. That's what we see. We see that that unruly child or that spouse that may be um, cheating or doing things but what we have to really see is what is going into that person that we can't see that is not of God that is making them do these things that are that are hurtful that are painful that are that makes us feel anxious or makes us and that's what we're fighting against it's not like you said it's not against flesh and blood that we fight against it's not wow that's 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 really good I mean so when you ask me, do I feel sometimes certain ways about mm-hmm. God abandoning me or whatever? No, I try to go back and remember these things that, you know what, that God right. is 
still sitting on the throne. And there's things that's going on that I may not be privy to, but I have to keep praying and keep praying. Yes, 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 yes. I love that. Wow, Lewis, oh my gosh, our time. I We've already talked for 20 minutes and I didn't even realize, but it's so good when when you hear the perspective of children of God that that, that are trying to live right and do do according to his will. And I really want to say thank you for agreeing to have this open conversation with me on, on my podcast. I believe that it will be uplifting and a blessing to somebody who will, who's listening. It may not be for everybody, but somebody I believe will, will be blessed by this. I truly have been blessed and it's good to hear a perspective. Um, from somebody who knows the Lord and who, who's definitely sounds like he's living the right life. Uh, I know you're not perfect because nobody is, but um, you know, praise God for that opportunity to actually talk to you. Um, and you know, again, thank you so much. And is there anything that you'd like to say in closing to just leave our, our viewer, our listeners with? Uh, just uh, thank you once again for having me. Just remember, you know, trust in the Lord. It says that you know. If you, if you acknowledge him in all your ways, it directs your path. So I just I say that for anybody out there that has questions about life, about questions about what to do, or, or anything like that, you know, I think, um, and also too, is just to understand that you don't have to do it yourself. You don't have to go it alone. Um, right. Unfortunately, in our society, it's been pushed in mainstream media, pushed by Hollywood, it's pushed everywhere. Um, it's about just be tough and get out there and yeah. stand on your own too and do it and take it. Nowhere in the Word of God it tells you you gotta stand out there and take it and you gotta do it on your own. Amen. Everywhere the only Word of God it says trust the Lord with all, you know, with oh, everything. Yeah. Yes. And acknowledge Him and He will direct their path and He will direct your way. So I'm yes. telling everybody out there, don't believe the lies the devil tells you about you gotta do it yourself. Don't try to do it yourself. It's gonna be the biggest mistake you ever make. Yes. It's gonna take on more anxiety, more stress mm-hmm. than you ever Thank you so much, Louis. Um, and hopefully we'll we'll talk again. Um, probably not on the podcast, but I'd love to talk to you again because you are you're fantastic. And actually, who knows what God will lead uh, in in the next time? But thank you so much, and uh, and thank you, listeners, for tuning in today. Again, we hope this was a blessing to you. It was a conversation that I felt like God wanted me to allow other people to hear for some reason so i hope that it will be a blessing to you and thank you and have a blessed day and i look forward to speaking to you tomorrow take care and bye okay